some space. That's good. Thank you. Thank you so much, Guy. I, I love the work of CAP, and uh, I think what I particularly like is that somehow they managed to get the gospel right front and center of uh, what they're doing. So it's not just helping people with their financial, their material needs, but they really do help them to come through to faith and to find those sort of long-lasting solutions. And, you know, holistically, if you like, you know, find Jesus at the center uh, of their lives and uh, providing hope and uh, providing a future. So it's great that, you know, as a church, we give, we give regularly to, to CAP and we want to continue to do that. And just having Guy here with us is just really to just highlight some of that work that we're involved with through them and, um, yeah, the opportunities as well if someone you want to get more involved. Um, today on our kind of venue Sunday, we've, um, we've been doing a little, well, we haven't told you really, but we're doing a little bit of a... Um, a series that um, uh, Sam put together for us, which really just looks at some of the kind of foundational issues of who we are as Christians. And today, um, the, the title really is to think about faith and repentance, some of those kind of key ingredients of what it means to walk with Jesus. And um, I don't know about you, but we've been in an identity series um, week by week thinking about our identity as Christians. And uh, I love that, gaining new perspectives on who we are in Jesus, being reminded that our identity is not what the world puts on us, sometimes even what we think about ourselves, but actually it's about the truth of what God says about us. And we can know that we are loved unconditionally by God. It's just amazing, I think, and so releasing when we know that, you know, in all of our kind of mess and our difficulties, actually God loves us, that we're not cursed, but we're blessed in Jesus. We're not condemned, but we're chosen by him. And there are promises that the Bible gives to us, and it's actually through that process of faith that we take hold of them. And so talking about today, about faith and repentance, I think links to what we've been hearing. It's by faith that we take hold of the promises of God and apply them into our lives. On the Alpha, they say our faith is trust. In a sense, that's, that's true. It's trusting in God, taking hold of his hand to walk with us through the different situations of life. It was so helpful that... Um, Remember Sarah in the worship just came up to just give thanks for her salvation, that over 50 years of her life, which, well, I've been there for a lot of it, and uh, I know it's not been an easy life. There's been all sorts of circumstances, but actually God has been faithful. Jeff saying the same thing. Actually, God has walked through my illnesses, my difficulties with me. He's been there, and uh, that's what faith is. It's walking with God taking hold of his promises, his power, and his authority for our lives, and walking with him, knowing that he is good, knowing that he wants to bless us, and taking hold of those promises. And as followers of Jesus, as Christians, we're called to live a life of faith, a life that's based on taking hold of the promises of God, day by day by day, moment by moment. The Bible tells us that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And we please God as we put our trust in him, as we invite him to walk with us 
through our lives. So Corinthians says we're to walk by faith, not by sight. It's kind of, what does that mean? That means that actually my circumstances might be difficult. I might really be struggling, but I know God says he's going to bless me. And I want to look to see that blessing come into my life. So in the situation I'm in, I'm saying, God, you say you're going to bless me. Lord, come and meet me in my situation. Faith actually takes hold of the word of God, the promises of God, and applies them into our lives. That's what it is to walk in by faith, to trust God. And we know, don't we, that through the Bible we see clear evidence of God's existence, that he wants a relationship with men and women. That he wants us to come close to him. And faith is when we take hold of God's promises, that invitation to come close and apply it for ourselves. When we take hold of those facts and actually say, no, Lord God, I'm going to take a step of faith to come to know you, to invite you into my life, to surrender my life to your plans and purposes. The Bible says we're by grace we're saved through faith. Grace is God's love towards us that we respond to, that we take hold of. And that's what it means to become a Christian. It's actually to say, Lord God, I believe that you exist. I believe you want relationship with me. I don't understand it all, but I want to step into all that you have for me. One of our, our leaders who used to be here always said it was a bit like stepping onto the bus, getting onto a bus. Now, I've got a picture of a bus. Um, I like buses, actually. I, well, it's a bit sad, actually. But, you know, when I was a kid, I used to go around London, you know, kind of getting all my bus numbers. Okay, put the R now. This, you know, this is a Routemaster bus. Um, and so this is the sort of bus I used to go to school on, actually. And I can remember day by day, um, you know, coming, coming down my road. And I could sort of see up the road to where the bus came from. And uh, somehow or other, I always used to see the bus in the distance as I was sort of coming along, running along. And, you know, that pole there. Once you hold that pole, you know you're on the bus. And uh, so I'd be sort of leaping off the pavement as the bus went past, gripping on that pole. And then, you know, you know you're on the bus, you know. And, you know, it's a strange, isn't it, to apply that to the Christian life. But actually, there's a sense in which, you know, it's only when you're on the bus that you know you're on the bus, if you know what I mean. You know, there are others on the bus, and you can see them on the bus. You can see all these people on their Christian journey. Actually, there's the opportunity to get on the bus yourself, to actually take hold of that pole and say, no, I'm here now. And that's a picture, if you like, of what it means to take a step of faith, to actually say, yeah, I've heard enough, God. I believe that you exist. I believe you want relationship for me. I'm going to step onto that bus now. I believe that what the Bible says is true, that all these people around me who said that they're living, walking with you, Jesus, I want to take a step to live in that way too, to know that joy, that peace that seems to be there. I want that into my life. And that's what it is to respond in faith to all God has for us. You won't understand it all. You know, there's so much of God that we can never really 
figure him out. And it takes an eternity, really, to do that. But actually, do you know enough just to get on the bus? To say, Jesus, yes, I can hear your call upon my life. And of course, it doesn't stop there. We make that step of faith. But then actually, life becomes a journey of faith. Faith's often likened to a muscle as we use our faith, as we believe God into the situations of our lives. So our faith grows and becomes stronger. As we see God's faithfulness to us, so we grow in faith. As we see that he never lets us down, that he's always good, he's always loving, always kind. So we trust him. We have faith for the next situations that God wants for us. And faith is also a gift from God as well in some circumstances where you think, oh, you know, my faith, I just don't know how to respond, how to pray. We can ask God for faith and he can help us to pray in faith, to expect to see extraordinary miracles in lives as we pray for people, as we stand with them in their situations of life. And probably anything uh, for me, I think particularly faith is about Listening to God, what God are you saying in this situation? What is the faith you want me to bring into this situation when I pray, when I respond, give any sort of advice? Lord, what are you wanting to say? What are you wanting to do in this situation? And you know what? As I ask God to speak to me, I'm confident that actually he does speak, that he guides me, that he will help me to pray in faith. And that's something that you can know, that you can experience in your daily lives. And that brings us to a huge place of rest in God. We know that God is for us. God is for us in every situation of our lives. That's what I believe by faith. That actually his plan is to do me good, to bless me. And sometimes the circumstances don't line up with that. Lord, this is such a difficult situation. Why has this come? Lord, you promise goodness and blessing for me. And Lord, I want to help see myself get through this. So you help me in this situation. Then I get uh, to that place of knowing your blessing and your goodness in my life. But faith, getting on the bus, it's that first step. Getting to know Jesus. And I thought it'd be good just to hear from someone who has taken that step. And Tom's going to come up and just tell you a little bit about his story of faith. And I won't spoil it for him while he, he comes up. But um, Tom's been wanting to share his testimony for you for a little while. Uncles and aunts, I can see. Um, and uh, it's your opportunity, Tom. Hello. Um, so, some of you may know me, some of you don't. I'm Tom. Uh, for the past sort of three or four months, I've been really called cool to share my testimony a little bit. Um, when I was 15, I planned out my suicide. I would uh, sneak out of the house every morning at about 1 or 2 a.m., walk a little ways, and I would sit on a bench opposite where I was planning on doing it. And whilst I was sitting there, thinking, I realized that I was just so unhappy, and that was the reason why I didn't want to be alive anymore. So I decided, unfortunately, 
not to follow Christ, but to instead follow myself and to do what I wanted to do. And that was to do as many drugs as I possibly could. So over the next sort of three or four years, I um, went down this new journey of just darkness. And it wasn't good at all until New Day 2022. I, um, I would go to the meetings. I would bring my camping chair. And I would uh, sit at the very back of the meeting like I do here. And um, I would see everyone else around me. And there, there were so many groups of friends and so many families and so many groups. And they were all so happy. And I was always wondering, why are all these people so happy and I'm not? And then I realized that this hole in my heart, it wasn't like a, a happiness hole. Uh, it was a spiritual hole. And I was filling it completely with material things. And that was when I decided I can't do this by myself anymore. You know, I'm scared. I'm, I'm weak. So I, I called out to God. And ever since then, I've just been back on my journey following Christ and um, you know, trying to do the best I can. So, Tom, how did it feel when you made that first sort of step out in faith of your own, you know, not knowing God and reaching out to him? How did that feel? Yeah, the, the first step was, it was just like such a weight off my shoulders. It was the, the biggest relief because I didn't realize what I was missing all these years. I didn't realize really who Jesus was until I saw the sin in myself. And then I realized, oh, like, Jesus, you died for people like me. That was who you died for. So after that initial realization, it became so easy, and it was just a massive relief. How, how does faith, we've been talking about faith this morning, on a day-by-day basis for you, what does, what does faith mean? Uh, faith to me is just, you know, trusting in the Lord and not trusting in yourself, because so many times I always think that I know what's right, I know what to do, I know how to make myself happy, but that's not true at all. So it's just trusting in the Lord and doing exactly what would, what he has planned for you, and I, th- I think that's, that's faith for me. Brilliant. Thanks, Tom. Why don't we just uh, give him a clap. Thanks, Tom. Really courageous, isn't it, to uh, just stand and tell you of something of what God has done in his life, but uh, I'm so glad Tom did that, and uh, you know, that's not exclusive to Tom. Actually, many of us, you know, we can feel in very difficult situations. You know, you may not be quite at the end of the line where he was, you might be, but actually, God is always there when we reach out to God, whatever situation we're in. And the the other side of what I was going to talk about today was this word repentance. And repentance actually comes into that decision to follow Jesus. It's linked to, to that. Uh, and it means really for repentance is basically saying sorry to God. Sorry to God that I've lived my life my own way, that I've neglected you. But repentance is... More than that, actually, it's uh, turning around. It's actually saying, God, I've been walking my own way. 
been trying to find my own solutions. And actually, it's not worked so well. I'm now going to turn them around. I'm going to walk your way. I'm going to follow you, Jesus. And repentance is that radical change of direction from our old lives to following Jesus. Reaching out in faith, as we said, as opposed to relying on our own our own strength, our own abilities. Turning from a life of sin, doing things that haven't pleased God, to a life that we want to please God in everything that we do. Again, the sort of implications of that can be more than we can grasp in a sense, but actually what God does is looks at our heart. And God sees a heart that actually wants to follow him And actually God runs towards us and reaches out and draws us to ourselves. Repentance, I say, includes admission that we've been wrong. The Bible tells us that godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation. Salvation, that relationship with Jesus comes as we reach out in faith, as we turn from living our own life to follow God. And that can be very radical. The Bible gives us pictures of, and stories of guys who turned to Jesus and actually had radical effects from their life. There was a guy called Zacchaeus who was a tax collector who'd done a lot of swindling in his life. And when he came to Jesus, when he realized what he'd been doing was wrong, he said, actually, I'm going to give away half of my wealth. If I've swindled anybody, I'm going to give them back four times what I've taken from them. Repentance was that radical change of direction. There were some sorcerers in Acts 19, which, um, yeah, witches, I guess, um, you know, casting spells and all this sort of thing. And when they turned to Jesus, it says they burned all their witchcraft books. And I... Some source I looked at told me that actually the value of those books was running into millions of dollars. Didn't say pounds, but I guess it's a few less pounds. But, you know, huge value. Actually, their repentance was costly. They turned from their witchcraft ways to follow Jesus. And for us, again, repentance is radical. Instead of going our own way, instead of following our own way, we turn to Jesus follow him and the Bible tells us again that as we go on in our Christian life as we grow in faith we come to be more like Jesus and it seems to me that that is almost like a process of continually repenting you know that actually you know that quick temper that thing that you know you haven't quite got on top of yet actually how quickly do we repent and come back to God? That shortness with your wife, not loving her as you should, how quickly do you come back to repentance, turning away, turning to be more like Jesus, dealing with our own sinful habits? It's a key step for each of us as we come before Jesus. So what I want to do today is give you the opportunity to reach out in faith to Jesus. To say, I've heard enough. I, I kind of know you're there, Lord God. I know the calling you're making upon my life. 
want to apply that repentance to my life. I want to turn from going my own way. I want to follow your way. Maybe that's something you've been thinking about. But I want to say to you, maybe today is the day. Today's the day to get on that bus, you know, to take that jump like I did in the morning, to hold that pole in the middle. Now, actually, I'm getting on the bus. I'm tired of watching it go past, standing lonely on the pavement. I want to get on that bus, Jesus. I feel you drawing me to yourself. There's many things I don't understand, but Lord, I just want to say, I want to follow your way for my life. I want to turn from all that other stuff. And I think that's the invitation that God is giving to us today. For us, maybe who've been Christians for a while. Maybe just God actually wants to put his hand on some of the things in your life today. Maybe actually he wants to say again, I want you to start believing me in faith for different situations in your lives, things that you've given up on, things that maybe you think, oh, perhaps that's too hard for God. God says, no, nothing is too hard for me. Maybe there are Sins that you've kind of just got into the habit of living with. Well, it's just how I am. I get a bit angry every now and then. Or, yeah, I don't love perhaps quite like I should. Maybe today is the day to repent of those situations. To say, no, actually, Jesus, I want to turn. I want to follow you more closely in those areas. I want to live a life that pleases you. You want to do that? You want to do that? Maybe it is the day for you to take that step to become a Christian. Follow Jesus. Maybe your heart's beating a little bit. Oh, goodness me, I've been thinking about it for a while, but maybe today's the day when actually you want to pray a prayer of commitment to Jesus. And I'm going to give you that opportunity now. Why don't we stand together? got a little prayer I wrote. I, I, I wrote it. It's nothing special in a, in a way, but I hope it takes us through some of those steps that are necessary to inviting Jesus into our lives. Have you got it, Gay? Yeah, there we go. What I'd like us to do is to say it together. We're going to say it slowly. We're going to say it carefully. And if you're saying it for the first time, that's a beautiful thing. And you know, God hears. God hears your voice. He hears you calling out to him. And he just loves to respond. Let's just say it together, shall we? I'll lead us and we'll try and go fairly slowly. Father God, I thank you that you have been helping me to understand about you. Thank you for your love for me. That you sent Jesus to die on the cross, and to be the sacrifice for my sins. I believe that you are calling me to follow you. I want to take that step now. I'm sorry that I've sinned and lived for myself. Please forgive me. I turn from my old life of living for myself, and I ask you to help me 
to live a life that pleases you in every way. Please fill me now with your Holy Spirit, the one who will help me. In Jesus' name, amen. Simple words that change your life completely. As we pray that prayer, as you pray that prayer to Jesus for the first time, God now comes into your life. He'll start to speak to you through his Holy Spirit. He'll start to lead you through his Spirit. He'll start to cause faith to grow in your spirit. He'll start to put new desires in your heart. Joy, peace. As you walk with him, praise God. Praise God. One of the things that's important to do when you've made a decision like that, if you've prayed that prayer for the first time today, is to talk to someone about it. Maybe a friend who you've come with. Maybe you can come and talk to me. You can come talk to Laurie, Ian, Claire. It's just so important just to kind of earth it in. Say, no, I've prayed that prayer today. Just help me to know the next steps for me to take. And I hope you'll be able to do that. Just reach out to someone. It's just so important as you start this life with Jesus. As you start to be a Christian, your whole destiny is changed. You've crossed from death into life, from darkness into light. It's glorious to know the power of God. In our lives. I think we're going to sing a song. Let's get the band to come up and just, if you think about that response to Jesus, we'll just let uh, the band lead us and give us space just to think about that and let that come into our lives.